Hey, Julie. Hey, Julie. Welcome to Hey, Julie, a podcast about Big Brother. Danielle, happy Saturday. How are you feeling? Happy Saturday. I'm feeling better now. I have to say, I was not feeling good last night. Last night was Friday night, which was when the two-hour episode was on. And I tweeted some of my emotions out, but I was pretty angry and bitter as I watched the show. I I can feel you. it was some of the most boneheaded gameplay I've seen <laughs> on Big Brother. It was boneheaded gameplay. I, yeah. It was boneheaded television making. I didn't watch it until this morning. I've had a long week. I've had a very busy week. I'm a bit I'm a bit tired. I'm a bit exhausted. But I, I woke up mm. at the crack at 730 oh my to God. watch Big Brother. That is that is early for... I can't sleep late. I can't sleep late. Like, that was just me nat- waking up naturally at 7.30. Yeah, I also am an early bird. Um, but I don't know. It's like, now that I'm looking down the barrel of, like, never sleeping past, like, 5 a.m. for the rest of my life, <laughs> I'm just, like, because of my new addition, I just... It sounds early to do so when you don't have to, you know? Yeah, I know. Um, more importantly, you and I got onto a marry me conversation that I said we just needed to stop and we needed to have this conversation on the podcast. You know who's... Yeah. You know who's the audience for marry me? Danielle Gibson. (laughs) Yes. And Danielle Gibson's family. New mothers in Toronto. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, Whether they want it or not. Uh, This movie, we said we should have talked about this last week. Yeah, why are we bringing... First of all, the first question, why are we bringing up marry me like a week after they did a whole marry me promotional tie-in with the HOH cop. You know, it's a great question. Maybe it's because we're closer to Valentine's Day, the day of love. Uh, And um, Apple TV has given a gorgeous sweet spot to the banner of marry me. So it's like hard to not see when you're looking for movies. And it's only 25 Canadian dollars. It's available oh, that's now. A streamer. You can stream it this weekend you with your, I mean, your partner. It would be such a loss if you couldn't. It's Valentine's Day. It's the romantic weekend to stream it. Oh, interesting. It's uh, not like I House of Freaking Gucci. House of Freaking Gucci. into the theater. <laughs> yeah, they might. Well, I don't know. Things are still pretty locked down, I guess. Yeah. J-Lo isn't a snob, okay? Maybe I've gone on this She's the before. most populous a- actress around. She's the most popular. She's the number one star we've got in the world. Yeah. There's um, no one better. <laughs> who can, Who else can do a movie where she... By the way, I rewatch Hustlers every year since it came out around the holidays. To me, it's it a holiday like two movie. years ago. Yeah, but I watch it every year. <laughs> it's my new... It's my tradition. <laughs> Such... Talk about... We talked about the Oscar nominations last week. Speaking of being shunned, where was J-Lo's Oscar for that movie? She was great in that. She's great dramatic. She's great in action. She's great in romance. She just hits it out of the park every time. So, yes, Can I, I will say be something shocking? This. If you must. Other than Selena, I do not think I've seen a Jennifer Lopez movie. Okay, that's not as bad. I was, like, really worried you were going to be like, J-Lo's not that great. I'm not going to denigrate J-Lo. Okay, I'm just okay. going to say I'm actually not very familiar with her work. Well, she just... You haven't seen Out of Sight? No, I, okay. I got to see that one. I hear yeah. that one's pretty good. We love C.V. Soderbergh her, on this pod. Her, what the type of stuff she does is just really not in my interest. I get that. Space at all. Nothing wrong that. with her. Nothing wrong with me. We're just ships in the night. She's like, um, 
she's just one of these actors who has such a beautiful light touch where it's like she's so good at romantic comedy. She's so good at, yeah. you know, she yeah, she's playing herself or like versions of J-Lo probably in every single thing she's in. But she's so good at it. So who cares? It's charming. It's lovely. She's beautiful. She brings like this amazing presence on screen. Uh, I just one of my favorite J-Lo movies is called Made in Manhattan. Where she plays a maid. <laughs> yeah, I'm very aware. I'm very aware of like the plot of all these movies. Okay, but listen, her, I've just never seen any of them. The male co-star in Made in Manhattan is Rafe Fucking Fines, aka Voldemort, <laughs> aka like the Constant Gardener, aka you know Schindler's List. He's in everything. He's a major, you know, highfalutin English actor. He is actually very bad in that movie because. <laughs> It's so hard. People people like J-Lo make it seem easy to do romantic comedy. It's not. Mr. Shakespeare, Ray Fiennes, was really bad. It, he he gives it his all. You know, he tries. But just J-Lo makes it so effortless. And then Ray Fiennes she comes along. Do, you can see. It's she can do the big hard. stuff. She can do the big stuff. She can do the small stuff. Rafe can only do the big stuff. Exactly. Rafe, you, he needs to be holding a skull at the Globe. In order to feel comfortable. Shooting lasers out of his hands (laughs) at a baby wizard. (laughs) Yeah, it's true. He needs like, yeah, he can't handle it, but J Lo can. And I bet J Lo could have played Voldemort. That would have been a choice. (laughs) It would have been an amazing choice. That would have been a choice. They're gonna reboot it at some point. I much love to J Lo. Much love to Rafe. Much like I gotta to talk Joseph. about Joseph. <laughs> okay. Uh, are they related? <laughs> yeah, they're brothers. You said Shakespeare, and I'm like, it's Joseph Fiennes who played Shakespeare and Shakespeare. Yeah, love, that's Joey. That's Joey, and then Rafe. Rafey is the older brother. Speaking about brothers, I okay. gotta talk about our guy O Dub. Okay. O Dub Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, and I'm sure every <laughs> listener thought you were going to say, speaking of brothers, let's talk about Big Brother, the show. No, <laughs> okay. we'll get to Big Brother. There's a lot to say. Okay. We No, the, the thing I want to talk about about Marry Me that I should have brought up last week. Yes. Who was the producers of Marry Me? Who was their first call? Because it was not Owen Wilson. It could no. not have been Owen Wilson. What actors turned this down had scheduling conflicts? Yeah. Like because Owen the- Wilson just feels like such an unnatural choice. Well, they were be- like, who's been in a romantic comedy before? And Owen Wilson definitely has. He definitely has. Yeah. And they were like, well, I guess he hasn't been in one with J-Lo before. So sure, <laughs> throw him in there. Most they people haven't a, been in a romance in a rom com with J Lo. Well, we have to think who's an everyman where you're like, yeah, if he got with J Lo, he'd be really lucky. <laughs> if anything, if he weren't, if he hadn't kind of fallen out of favor as an actor, it feels like it's more of a Luke Wilson movie, if anything, I totally than an agree. Owen Wilson role. I totally agree. This is much more Lukey. Um, yeah, probably, Owen Wilson is just he has this sort of. Um, expat air to him doesn't he oh i mean maybe it was because he 
he went to Midnight in Paris. Exactly. And he's in those Wes Anderson he's edu- movies. He's educated in a way. He you would feel he would wear elbow patches. Like in yeah. that he'd be a weird professor. Whereas J Lo professor, if you will. <laughs> Which by the way, have I told you how I really find that movie very sad? The Eddie Murphy ones? Yeah. Cause it's so the sad. How, yeah. Well, the first one, how they make fun how the how Dave Chappelle makes fun of him at the comedy club. That's so sad. Well, that's the <laughs> that's the point. I know, but did it have to be that mean? And then he like falls and bends over and his butt is in the air and Dave Chappelle goes, It's a full moon tonight. That is so sad. And the lesson <laughs> Eddie Murphy and Hollywood took from that. Let's just have more fat people farting and pouring green corn down their gullets. I thought that was call absolutely... it the clumps. <laughs> Put it in theaters. It's you know what I was. I'm really trying to think like who would this who should have played this role instead of Owen Wilson, and it's really hard because it yeah it has to be like an all American actor. Like it could be, but it's too small a role. And I don't think he'd play second fiddle to J-Lo. It could be like a Seth Rogen, you know, like. They did that with the campaign trail Yeah, movie, yeah, exactly. So he's done was it. The, we- the weirdest, most ape. Have you seen this movie? I have seen the it. The campaign trail movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. With Charlize. She's like Charlize Theron, whatever it's called. Yeah. The tr- well, I forgot what it's called. She plays like the secretary of state or something like that for yeah. a nameless president. Yeah. And the movie is about politics because it's like, can this sexy secretary of state date stoner Seth Rogen? Right. Long shot. And the yeah. movie is so weirdly apolitical because it's just like at many times it's just like and the politics in the country are very troublesome. And they don't really <laughs> yeah. say whether or not or yeah. how they're troublesome. Like. It's is weird. she a Republican? What's going on? <laughs> yeah. it's, it's so weird. It's the weirdest thing. And that movie's like two and a half hours long for no good reason. So your mind can't help but wonder and yeah. wander and be like, what is going on here? It's weird. It, and Is Seth, she like a fascist? I can't tell. Well, Seth Rogen plays like a blogger who quits his job. And then gets hired to write her speeches? I, it's weird. I don't even remember, yeah. Um, I, I have a, I mean, the whole point of the marry me thing, it's like, it's not an elderly rom-com, but they're older. They're later in life. Like, yes. he's a divorced dad. Like, he's kind of egged on by his teenage daughter character. Well, because here's the thing. Even though j So it's got to be kind of J-Lo, a dad. Sorry. You can't be like. Can't be like a young hot guy. Yeah, I would. If it was 2006, I would say Patrick Dempsey, McDreamy, you know, oh. <laughs> someone like that. Um, the thing about J Lo and all of her roles, well, not maybe not Hustlers, but it's like even though J Lo is eight million times hotter than any woman on the planet, eight million times richer at this point, more successful, more talented, in every one of her roles, there they make it like yes, she's all the things, but she's also. Just like you, <laughs> like <laughs> they try. She tries to still be like, she, yeah, but I'm still Jenny from the blog. <laughs> like, yeah. It's like, I okay, like just, sure. I like regular. I just like a regular hole in the wall restaurant. You know. Yeah, and I might be famous, but I want to marry this schlub from the crowd. I need love too. I feel like they've been in eight movies together, but like, <laughs> why not Affleck? I know. Like he, they're not. They're just not going to do that again, or they will eventually. Eventually. Uh, we won't escape Geely part two, whatever it ends up being. Um, but hopefully I, it'll be good. 
I guess he's not enough of a movie star, but like, why not like a Ty Burrell? Oh my God. Now that someone hire Brett that's to do ins- some casting. That's inspired casting. That I is live in inspired. Los Angeles. That I'm is available. really, you know, I love Ty Burrell. Why isn't he in more? He, he took the modern family money and ran. I get he's, he's probably making more money not doing anything. Yeah. And a modern family airing on every television screen, like every gas station screen in the country. Totally. That, that, that boy does not have to do lift a muscle for the rest of his life. And good for him. Good for him. But he never had the movie career. No, except for his very memorable role in Dawn of the Dead, the first Dawn of the Dead uh, revisit, which the I thought Snyder was very one. good. Yeah, I thought it was great. <laughs> I don't even, I didn't even see it. Just it's, for me. it's so good. And he plays like a really mean boy in it. So it's, it's a stretch Here for him. Go. Here we go. Ready? <laughs> yeah. Speaking of mean boys. Let's <laughs> talk yes. about Big Brother. Yeah. <laughs> Yay! We've got a lot of Big Brother to talk about. There were 18 hours of episodes this week. I watched the two-hour episode this morning, and I was like, I got it through an hour, and I was like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> this thing. Can, I, I tape it, and Think. I as I watch it, I'm just, I keep fast-forwarding through the, the commercials, and every time I'm like, Maybe this commercial break is 15 minutes long <laughs> and I'm just going to knock out a big old chunk of it by fast forwarding and, and it never is. Think, put yourself in my shoes, how I felt watching it live. You want more? Oh. Watching it Brutal. live. Because I was like, I just want to see who gets voted off and then I'll go to bed. And of course, they just drag this shit out. I'm, I was so, so mad. <laughs> I ended up going to bed because I in protest. It was a protest. Did you watch the end of it? Yeah, this morning I watched the rest. Okay, But I was like, I'm glad I didn't stay up for this because do I need to see a 20-minute interview with Chris Kirkpatrick once he's evicted? Not really. Not really. Honestly, I liked Chris Kirkpatrick a lot. I did too. But good riddance to one of the most confusing Big Brother players I've ever seen. I mean, no one on, let's just call it like it is. The only person, no, I'll say that Todrick and Shayna are both okay. Everyone else is bad. Misha's okay too, I actually. would say that Shayna is, is sus- suspect. Ca- Vito Queen, Vito we Queen. love the Vito Queen Shayna. Well, I think Shayna's issue is she's working, she's aligned with two freaking duds. And I like Carson and Cynthia, but I think her being with them lowers her big brother IQ significantly. <laughs> so this is exactly my point. Is there anything to talk about from Wednesday? I, yes. I don't know. We get the we get the like There are there are things because um I wrote notes for Wednesday and I didn't write any for Friday. So oh, okay, yeah. fantastic. <laughs> I just wanted to give a shout out to the intro voiceover Shayna brought the pena. I don't even watch that. I can't. Okay. Well, this is all, won- all about minimizing damage for me yeah. watching Big Brother, and the damage is like any like seconds watching Big Brother. So like I don't watch the intro, so, I don't watch the opening credits. Yeah, totally. I don't watch any time. It's like uh, I don't watch the when they're like staring in front of the memory wall, being like, "Who do I nominate this week?" <laughs> I don't watch that. Yeah. Well, mostly what I have to say is just um, the take it off competition, which was the veto. There was some. That was the. Oh, the HOH. That was the HOH. Yeah. Yeah. Um, watching this was kind of like very clarifying in a way. (laughs) I think for many people, because you realize (laughs) 
Todrick understands what he's doing. Shane understands what he's doing. Carson kind of gets it too. Everyone yeah. else. Oh, Misha, Misha got it. it. Misha got Me, it. Oh, Misha gets it. Everyone else does not get it. Also, I, I feel bad for the all of the celebs that they had to partake in this stripping challenge. And I was like, you remember the comeback, the show starring Lisa Kudrow? I've actually never seen it. I hear uh, okay. it's really good. I, I, maybe one day I'll, I'll watch all of it. Her catchphrase in the show within a show is, I don't need to see that. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what kept running through my head as I watched Chris Kattan take off every article just of clothing. Just stand up, not pay attention to the rules of the, the competition at all and just be like, <laughs> yeah. okay, so you just want me to take off my clothes and get it. I'm, I'm, I'm going to do physically the bare minimum. I mean, and then never cut back and then go inside. Now, this is this we is need to address. Yeah, this, this was a foreshadowing. He had to go inside. Did he hurt himself or was he just sick? Did he throw a little fit and he was sick of it? Emotionally, he clearly was not all there. We've discussed this and I stand by what I said now, especially that he's gone, which is Chris Catan should never have been cast. And we weren't watching a joyful clown. We were watching a prisoner held against his will. And I don't know why, what made him need to go on Big Brother. I don't want to know. Because I'm, I'm, I'm telling you it's dark. I get very dark energy from this. Doctor, I am Pagliacci. <laughs> this, shit, this shit was, it was really difficult to watch. He's clearly not in a great mental state. Not in a good physical state. Like no. he, j it, it was just incredibly sad. Like this man was just like being forced. It was like Squid Game. He was like being forced to do this. Yeah, shit. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I'm like, you know, all those for our entertainment and for his physical pain. Exactly. Exactly. And yeah, I don't know what's going on in his life that he needed to do it. Again, I don't want to know. Just like be well, Chris Kattan. Good luck. Wow. Yeah. Have you seen? The goss, the no, hot I haven't juice seen, coming I'm out like, of the Gatan verse. No, it's not Monkey Bone series on coming on to Netflix. What is it? Someone posts, so he posts on Instagram, Catan, like a couple days ago. Like, you know, I'm so happy to be out and be yeah. back in my life and be with my girlfriend. Sure, sure. Who is beautiful? Oh, good. Beautiful. Yeah. Teddy Mellencamp commented on the, you know, wishing you all the best. You're you're such a great guy. Uh -huh. Love you. X Teddy. Yeah. And then someone else screen capped this and put it on Twitter <laughs> and was like, <laughs> the podiatrist in my town's wife <laughs> left him for Chris Kattan. This is my friend's podiatrist ex-wife is Chris Kattan's hot girlfriend. Okay. Okay. So that's it. Chris Kattan home record. Someone's someone's a podiatrist. <laughs> Their wife left them, who's beautiful, for yeah. Chris Kattan, who is who is Chris Kattan. I, I'll just say that. I'm not gonna describe him. We all know what he's like. Right. That's the juice. That's what's going on. <laughs> okay. I didn't want to go here, but I will. <laughs> I was trying to avoid it. I think Chris Kattan is in a Britney Spears-esque uh, situation. Conservatorship. 
<laughs> like some, I, I don't know, something like that. That's the only reason I can find in my peanut brain that he would appear on this and Dancing with the Stars. Like someone in his family actually has like control over his bank account and his like legal person. Yeah, something like that. Yes. I mean, I don't know any details and I can't say. Do but, I will say it was absolutely painful to watch this yeah. man. For yeah, exactly. literally every second until until <laughs> his goodbye message yeah. i was like yeah whoa the charming funny sardonic like uh kind of weirdo clown chris Catan that we I, we knew Phys- physical he was he was such a physical performer on yeah on saturday night live and then he does his little goodbye message and he says something funny he says something genuinely hey listen it's not like Something like George Carlin, but it's like he says something kind of funny about every single person. Yeah, it that was, was personal. funny. That was clever and personal to the point of clearly not being written by the Big Brother producers, <laughs> right? Because there we we know what their comedy writing is like. And he says, and he does like some faces, and he does some little movements and stuff. I was like, "Where's this guy?" Yeah, he's leaving. That's where he is. And good. If that's what it took, the thought of him going home to his uh, ex of the podiatrist girlfriend, then great. I'm happy for him. You know, it was a miscast. It was a miscast. And we're we're moving on from Chris Kirkpatrick now. We all are as a society. We're moving on from both. Yeah. Oops. Sorry. (laughs) That's how much I moved on. Big brother. Who? Ty Burrell. Oh my gosh. Again, great <laughs> casting. Why isn't Brett in the casting game? I would love to watch Ty Burrell. I think he owns like a coffee shop in Utah or something. That's he what he decided owns, to do. He probably owns like Arches National Park. <laughs> probably. That man probably made like $25 million a year just yeah. being shat on Ugh, he by was the so kids good at it, in that though. show. He was so good at it. Um, so yeah. That was the foreshadowing to Chris Kattan. And then I guess that was really all I had to say about Wednesday. <laughs> well, that was, yeah. Um, that was pretty I, much it. In terms of gameplay, around. it was like, okay, we get that. Um, there's kind of two sides to the house. We, we'd have known about this. There's Carson, Cynthia, Shayna, and Kirkpatrick versus Misha and Todrick. Lamar and Todd are kind of riding the middle, but... Like they're floating to whichever. They were side kind of on the Misha side, though. Yeah, they were. But Misha the was in power, meaning like Lamar. Right, but Misha was in power, and now Carson's in power. So, no, no, Misha's in power. Well, what are you talking about? Well, I'm talking about now, present day, not the episode. Hold on, we'll, we'll get to spoilers later. <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> oh my god, there's so much to talk about. Okay, I will say, wrapping up Wednesday. She nominates Cynthia and Carson, who she desperately wants both of them out. Yeah. Misha, a professional wrestler, <laughs> her nomination speech is like, Cynthia and Carson, I like you guys so much. I want to be best friends with you after we get out of this house. She doesn't say anything about the game. She doesn't say anything. None of the even just standard boilerplate, like, I have nothing to say or I don't want to, like, give up my strategy as an HOH nomination speech, which is like, hey, I haven't really been talking game with you lately, and I I, I wish you all the best in the veto. She just complimented them. Yeah. This woman... Just like punches people in the face for a living and does like those press conferences where she gets up all in the other person's face. She's like, yeah, I'm going to get you. 
Come on, Misha. Do the thing. Do the one thing that you do. Well, you know who Misha hates? Ronda Rousey. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, because Ronda Rousey's more successful. <laughs> Misha did not get a call to be on Expend- in the Expendables 3. Right. Or Fast and the Furious. And like, to clarify, Ronda Rousey is different from the lady who was in The Mandalorian, who significantly uh, dropped... Yeah the bag by being an idiot and having bad <laughs> opinions, right? But yeah, I don't, I don't even know who that person is. I don't remember her name either, but that that's not That person has Ronda. a name. It's yeah. not Ronda Rousey. No, Ronda okay. Rousey's different. I'm just making sure. Okay, great. So here's something else. I'm going, I'm going to give you like the internet's temperature at the moment from what I can I tell. I need to know the temperature of what's going on because I know, I understand generally Yeah, the internet does not like Todrick anymore, the but inter- I do not know why. They hate Todrick and Misha, and I don't really know why either, because honestly, <laughs> I think they're both pretty likable still. I have no issues with them. Obviously, I'm more rooting for Carson and Shayna because they, I don't know, are kind of like underdoggy to me. But I don't really care. I kind, kind of, of like Misha. So they I'm kind won of a bunch of comps, though, and they seem pretty good at this. So, like, they seem like they're pretty. Other than what happened with Chris Kirkpatrick this week, which I really need to get into. I'm actually quite <laughs> upset about it. And then I get upset about the fact that I'm like, why am I rooting so hard for Chris and Shayna? Right. When they're so bad. When they're so bad. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's get into Friday then. This is some of the. The worst gameplay I've seen. Like, here's, yeah. From my perspective, and maybe things have shifted. Mm-hmm. I have not really, I don't, I'm not watching the feeds. I'm not watching the recaps. I'm barely, like, I, out of, I've, I've been re- really busy this week. I, I haven't really had an opportunity to watch anything other than the episodes and the one tweet about the podiatrist's wife. Okay. So my understanding is there were three key pairs in the house. Misha and Todrick sit on one side, Cynthia and Carson on the other side. And riding the middle was Chris Kirkpatrick and Shayna. And Kirk P and Shayna's thesis, their mission was, let's ride the middle, let's ha- have allegiance to both of these people, and let's have them pick each other off. Right. And be in the middle. And yeah. ultimately... Kirkpatrick and Shayna were most loyal to each other. Yeah. So, <laughs> so when yet. they start <laughs> when they start picking each other off, mm-hmm. that's when you step back and let that happen. Yes. Not throw your not use the veto in a situation. Uh, there's so much to talk about here. Not use the veto and have your own closest. Like if you're Shayna and you win the veto, you're like. I'm not touching nominations because me and my number one are safe. And as much as I like Carson and Cynthia, one of them has to go home this week. And then next week we can take a shot at the other side or let them take a shot at the other side. Like it was hard to watch because here's the thing. I kept thinking like, how would a much, a much better player could pull this off where they use the veto to get someone down and then get a Todd put up in their place. Like I'm thinking Xavier. It was all right there for yeah. them to do. Like all- Xavier could have done this. Paul could have done this. Probably Nicole Fran- Franzel could have done this. And yet, listen, sorry, Shayna and Chris Kirkpatrick are just not 
they're not. It was it, you so know? it was so poorly played out by both by both Shayna and by Kirkpatrick because this happened because Misha was gonna put up Todd. She yeah. wasn't really. Uh, she she kind of was like, yeah, maybe Kirkpatrick is coming after me, but she was like, oh, I guess I'll put up Todd if Carson's up there. I'll put up Todd, and Kirkpatrick would have the numbers to get out Todd. It would be him, Shayna, and and. Uh, Cynthia, the move was to actually let Misha control the the HOH in in a way that she felt like she was in control. You leave Carson on you leave Carson on the block. Once you take out Carson, Misha's alarm bells go off and she goes, "Something weird is happening. Now I have to put up Kirkpatrick." Yeah, she was right. Misha to do that. goes Shayna we find out that Todd is probably the nominee. We do need to talk about Todd later. <laughs> no, do we ever? You <laughs> <laughs> find out that Todd's going to be the nominee. Great. As long as Carson stays up, you don't want to ruffle Misha's feathers and set her alarm bells off. And then Misha goes to Kirkpatrick and is like, you know, if Todd goes up, are you going to vote him? Are you going to, or if, if Carson stays up and I put up Todd and Cynthia comes down, are you going to vote out Carson? And all Kirkpatrick has to do is be like, yes, totally. I got you. We've been working together. And then he was just like, um, well, uh, you know, at the current moment, I, uh, you know, you can't say. It's like it was the easiest conversation to do. You let Misha think she's in control, but you're actually controlling the numbers because you're going to have Cynthia off the block. You, Shayna and Kirkpatrick is three. There was only five people voting. You would have had the three controlling votes. Yeah. All you would have had to do to save all four of you guys was to let Misha think she was in control and let it play out according to her plan. And then pull the rug out from under her at the eviction, not at the veto ceremony. It was so, so, so dumb. And I hated it. And I'm like, why am I rooting for these people? I know. I totally agree. And it was honestly so painful to watch Chris Kirkpatrick and Shayna try to like wiggle their way out of it or try to like, because they don't want to lie. That's the problem. You have to lie. I hate hearing everyone's talk. They have like this whole thing about integrity and I'm here with grace and honor. And I'm like, you are on the wrong show. (laughs) This is not, you want to win. This is big brother. You guys say even, you know, I don't think Cynthia is a fan or has watched much, but Kirkpatrick and Shayna have said they're fans. So, you know, you got to lie. You got to be sneaky. You got to backsnap. Give us a juicy blind side. Just you're doing the actions anyway. So why are you saying you don't want to do the actions? It's such a weird, weird thing, because usually we get people who say they're t- big talk and then they don't do the action. Right. But these people are actually walking the walk and then they can't own up to it. Do you know who plays with integrity? Losers. Losers. <laughs> Freaking losers. Oh losers. my God. Such losers. Once someone's like, well, I'm playing, you know, I'm, I'm playing how I wanted to play. I'm going out how I want to go. You're a loser. This is it big was so brother. so frustrating to watch in slow motion. It's big brother. It it's not all, real life. Yeah. This is your chance to get all of your lies out there. Do it. Like he couldn't. She was like, you're not going to do that. Misha's like, "Uh, you're not going to screw me. Right. Or something. And he couldn't look at her. No, of course not. He looked away. He's like, "Um, well, the thing is. (laughs) It was he was horrible. I mean, at least listen, if I'm Chris Kirkpatrick's wife, I'm like, all right. 
this man has definitely never told me a lie because I would know if that's the way he li- he tries to lie. Good Lord. Him and his obnoxious wife, whatever he called her. He was like, when he got his HOH letter, he was like, oh, I don't care. She's just going to say the same old shit. (laughs) (laughs) This is so frustrating. And then even Misha, too. Like, it's like you have the protection. You have the protection to do nothing. Oh, Shayna. Shayna. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever whatever I said. And and then even Shayna, or Shayna, too. Like, she has this whole pride thing of like, well, I'm not going to be a follower, so I have to use it. And it's like, just do the, what's best for you in the scenario. Don't worry about whether someone thinks you're... No. She's, such a, she's such a neurotic game player that it gets in the way of her. And she's done this every week, or she's done it the two weeks that Misha has been HOH, where she makes these really, really weird erratic moves because she believes that she's like being backdoored. And both times it happened where she's like, well, I need to use the veto because I think I'm about to be backdoored. And it's like, Misha's like, I, you're actually not really on my radar. <laughs> I think like, that was just an excuse, though, for this one. I think that was just her, like, thinking on her feet of, like, a reason to do it. When really the reason is she doesn't like Misha. She doesn't like being told what to do. And she wanted to make a big move. I don't think she actually was worried about being backdoored. It, it was so frustrating. And Kirkpatrick afterwards, he's like, don't, we just won. We just, it's like, no, you didn't. You literally just lost. And then he said, oh, the whole point was to flip the house. And you didn't flip the house. You literally didn't do anything because Lamar, the only available people to be flipped are Lamar and Todd, who were just like sitting there doing nothing. And they're so not even paying attention to the game that like you can't, you can't even flip them. The only thing you did, you didn't flip the house at all. You just got yourself evicted. You, you prevent, you lost a number from your side. And that was it. You could have actually got out Todd this week, who was a, who was aligned with Misha, and they literally didn't do any of that. But Chris Kirkpatrick was also so weird about being like, it's cool if she puts me up. It's cool if I go, it, you know, it, like, to honor this plan. It was so weird. Like, Yeah, he, he was so, like, zen about it, or, like, <laughs> he was just, like, so enlightened about it. Like, and here's something- oh, it's actually, it's great. And, like, hey, man, it's good that you're going out, like, without hard feelings or whatever. I, I appreciate yeah. people who can play hard, but then also, like, not take it too personally or whatever. I think totally. that's ultimately probably the best way to play it. Yeah. But it was just weird. It's, like, if you actually thought for, like, four seconds – then you actually would have had the better scenario here. But it was so painful to watch in slow motion. Well, that's the thing. I know we've complained a lot in the past, or I certainly have, about, like, players who overthink and over-strategize. And they plan, like, they plan their reactions or their reasons for every single scenario. And I'm like, this is so painful to watch. But, like, that's why they do it. Is because so that when Misha asks you, like, are you planning on putting or taking Carson down? You have something to say that will like or when you do the thing, you'll have 18 million reasons to give them as opposed to like thinking on your feet or not having anything to say. It's just the difference between like a somewhat better player and really bad players. It, it was bad, it was entertaining. Really bad. I'm glad they did it. Listen, at the end of the day, I'm glad they did it. It, yeah, it wasn't boring. It yeah. wasn't boring. It was just frustrating to watch because it was just like, man, I'm kind of rooting for you. I liked him as a player. I liked 
but I, but I, I guess I didn't really like him as a player. It was it was it was <laughs> yeah, just very no. bad. It was really bad. He was bad, you know. But thanks a lot. Thanks, Chris. He he was fun as a person. Yeah. Can I talk about? Um, first of all, we got to talk about Julie. Can we talk about some Julie stuff? Yes, please. First of all, alligator skin. I have to say. Sleeveless something or other. I said out loud, now that's a hot look. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was shiny. It was sparkling under the stage lights. Yeah, snake skin. A nod to being a snake in the game. The, it was, the apple of temptation. Here we go. <laughs> yeah, tree of temptation. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> we'll never forget that. <laughs> that twist. Um, and then it was like. Didn't they uh, only use it once? <laughs> I don't think anyone, yeah, I think like Josh, someone, it was the stupidest. And it was like, it was, it was so like, stupid. put whipped cream on your head. <laughs> it was the worst. She was wearing, someone uh, actually she, she tweeted it at us. She's wearing these weird YSL heels. Uh, yeah, I was going to ask about that, yeah. I think those are not. So we didn't see these in the show because, um... I don't think we ever cut to a wide where you could really see them as far as like. Well, they needed to do, they needed to open up. Yeah. Well, it was going to be a free ad. Well, but they I needed think to open hideous. up on a zoom on the, on the heels and then crane up, crane out and reveal that, oh, it's actually on Julie's foot. Yeah. It, it, they're, they're not nice. Like, what do you think of these shoes? Um, Brett? As a yeah no well I was gonna say as a man <laughs> or as someone as who's, a man I generally don't I I you don't care think, I know I but think a lot less about women's shoes than women do I just think that they're like they look uncomfortable they look like you could fall I'm looking yeah, at them look on structurally in, sound I'm looking at them on Instagram right now her yeah, picture on Instagram so. and can I just do a quick little Danny call out the, the floor like, is yours okay. Nicole from BB20 says, comments, stunning as always. Yeah, Nicole Anthony. Stunning as always, Julie. Rachel Riley comments, heart, 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 heart. Hannah from BB23 says, fabulous. You guys are fucking suck-ups. Like, get out of here with this. Nicole Anthony, you had your second shot and you blew it. You were such a dud on BB All-Stars 2. That everyone forgot. Everyone unsubscribed to your podcast. They <laughs> I mean, they subscribe. These to comments, I just can't with the sucking up to Julie Chen on Instagram. Fabulous. Wow. Like, we love it, Julie. <laughs> love to see it. Like, kiss my butt. We need a former house guest to be like, or we need Jeff Probst to be like, <laughs> that looks like shit. <laughs> it's not my new balance in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. I just I I get what they're doing. They're just trying to get engagement by commenting, but yeah. ugh, it's just a bad taste in my mouth. Anyway, the rest of the look, the top really is a hot. The rest of the look is a not, in my opinion, because it's just like a boring pencil skirt that hits at a very unflattering part of the calf, even though Julie's obviously in phenomenal shape. Um, so I have to give this a half hot. It's half hot. Um I, I think ostensibly it's a pretty hot look. I mean, the shoes, the the shoes, yeah. I mean, just a normal heel would have been fine. These just look so like they look like they're about to be bent, and for, like if you catch a stair, a step the wrong way, they're gonna. Snap and it's like off. I don't care that you're wearing YSL shoes. I don't care about brands. Let me tell you right now, 
Don't. Why are you advertising the brand for them? They should have a Kirkland signature heel. <laughs> I'm sure they do. <laughs> um, here's my deal. Animal prints are a cry for help. Oh, animal prints are not hot. Wow, I actually animal really prints disagree. Are, look at me. I'm the drunk man or woman at the bar looking for attention. Yeah. Sometimes that's what you got to be. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, who knows what's going on with uh, Mr. Moonves? <laughs> but I don't know. I, animal so it's a skin, not for you? Animal prints do not do it for me. Wow. However, I'm going to call this a hot. Because it's sparkly. It's a little shiny. <laughs> no, I just I, I just think it's... Because uh, she's showing the shoulders off in a classy oh, yeah. way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we like a high neck with a dis- with a displayed shoulder. All but right. you're on notice with the animal prints. All right, you're on notice, Julie. That, um, so <laughs> there's a, we we haven't talked to the most exciting part about the most exciting part of the week, which oh, yes. is speaking of honor and integrity, because I think that's why this got started. I'm really honestly so confused as to ha- why this fight happened. Still, even seeing it in the episode, reading about it as much as I could on Twitter and Reddit, I'm still like, why did this fight happen? <laughs> so Todd Bridges is annoyed that Cynthia cast her vote to evict him during the first eviction, right? Buddy boy, half of the house voted to evict you. Right. It was not, it was a close eviction. And she was not unanimous. She was not in an alliance with him and she never told him that she wouldn't. Right. And who was up against, it was, who was up against him? It was, was that Misha or was that Teddy? That was the Teddy one, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Teddy Who went she home was first. working with. Right, exactly. She was in an alliance with, with that person. Yeah, but he's and mad. And did she explain all that to him? And, and wasn't that part of the point? She's like, I came to you afterwards and was like, sorry, but I like, here's why I did it. Yeah. And I'm owning up to it. Yeah, I had to do what I had to do. So sorry, but this is it. But so he was annoyed. And he, you know, he still was not accepting of her apology, I guess. But that made her really mad. Like there are some great quotes in this. <laughs> let me just say, I, I, I think Cynthia started this fight. <laughs> like, I think she started it. I don't think he started it. I think he was sitting there calmly, being like, "You're you're annoying to me, and here's why." I guess, or like, I'm still don't trust you, and here's why. But then Cynthia well, got very <laughs> heated, very mad. And then Todd took it to another level. Like the level Todd took it to, I don't think was okay. It was okay, more than okay in terms of entertainment value. But Well, I it started just, with Todd saying some just, I mean, some kind of like not 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 aggressive things. Oh he said he said she wasn't in the room, but he was talking to Lamar. He said, She hung me out to dry, homie. <laughs> and then he said, and then he said to her, he said, with all due respect, you cut my throat, I cut yours. Yes. And not, it's not, not flowery language. Certainly not. And then he also said, he says something like, just wait till I catch you in the streets. Or <laughs> 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 and like Lamar, Lamar was like, you're not going to do anything. You've never stabbed anyone in the bag. Like Lamar was egging him on so oh, hard. Lamar, Lamar was <laughs> so great. that He was like clapping and shouting and like making all these faces. He was like, he was like, 
he felt alive because he felt like he was on the basketball court with yeah. like, because sometimes you see like some of these like NBA videos and stuff. And sometimes these players like really chirp at each other and like right. get into it. And it's like really fun. And, and I mean, it's part of the fun drama of, of following the NBA. And it felt like that. <laughs> it yeah, cool. it was fun. Like Lamar related. I related to Lamar in that moment where I also was enjoying this uh, bit of drama. We got more drama out of that one hour fight or however long it was than we did all of BB 23. So I'm grateful for that. Man, if only for this alliance of uh, Cynthia and Carson and Shayna and Kirkpatrick, if only there were a clear way to get Todd out of the house this week Hmm. with just a fucking ounce of social manipulation on Misha, (laughs) but we'll never know. We'll, we'll never know. I guess we'll never know. Um, He's just like, I think we're going to put up Todd. <laughs> Chris, would you uh, vote him? Would you vote Carson out? I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I got to play with integrity here. <laughs> yeah, we'll never know. But so we got a great segment about the fight. Katan's gone. Delicious. Then... There had to have been something planned during this, like, whatever this was, e-block of the two-hour fucking long-ass episode where something happened where, you know, the actor Chris Joseph dropped out. He got COVID, so he couldn't come and do his bit or something. Something happened because what we had was... I'm telling you, 22 minutes of Julie being like, let's tell the house guests about some recent headlines. I loved this. I hated this. I was so mad. This is when I was tweeting last night because I was so mad. I haven't seen your tweets, actually. I'll I'll go back into it. I love this. I I mean, I did not enjoy it, but I loved the car crash nature of it (laughs) because it starts out with Julie being like, for 17 whole days. Yeah, that's the thing. These sick, <laughs> poor, poor people have been without the internet. Yeah. And I'm like, honestly, it sounds like a treat. It's they've that sounds been in there. Fantastic. It's been 17 two weeks. days. I know. Like, it's, it's been two weeks. First of all, you do usually do this bit. Like when there's five people left in a regular season of Big Brother and they're going on, like they're approaching the three month mark. Right. <laughs> and these people, it's like, if I were to take a two a two week vacation, it wouldn't be crazy for me to not be on Twitter for two weeks, to actually unplug. Nothing it has happened in the world. Ab- literally nothing, nothing has happened. And I mean, also like... I don't know. Like it's fine. Like, it's, Julie could have been it's like, "You want to hear the news? Uh, Russia's going to invade the Ukraine." Yeah. <laughs> then and get the the juicy reactions from the house guests. You won't believe what Lamar Odom has to say about that. I mean, like, that's the only news. Guess what? Someone Kardashian's baby's name is. I don't that, even know who that was. And that's the thing. She played it like it was a game. It was like HQ trivia, which I wrote for. It was like <laughs> it was like. Shout out to the guy, the host, who's Scott, always on some ads. Scott He's on some ads. Like I keep Tums. getting these promoted tweets Tums. with him in it. Oh yeah. <laughs> Listen, good for him. Happy for him. Um, 
Yeah, it was like, what did Kylie Jenner name her baby? Wolf, my doll, or tree? And they all got it right. And then also the other way that Julie introduced this bit is she was like, house guests, don't you want to know what's going on in the real world? And very sarcastically, Shayna and yeah. Tajik were like, oh yeah, we really care, Julie. And so yeah. I was like, wait, they don't want to do this bit either. It was great. Yeah, Shayna's like, yeah, I really care about the Super Bowl, Julie. <laughs> like, like, clearly they'd been prepped by producers like, Julie's going to do this fun game where she gives She's you... ask you guys about the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah. And they under they were under protest as well. They were like, we don't want to do this. We want to get straight to the voting. I agree. Do you know what? What? Maybe it was a bit of sneak advertising for Big Brother, which will be airing against the Super Bowl on Sunday night. Because all the people were like, oh, great, the Super Bowl. Who gives a shit? <laughs> you know what I want to watch? Chris Kattan goodbye montages for three hours on CBS. CBS got that. It'd NBC so, got the Super Bowl. It'd be so amazing if they just did like yeah, a highlight reel. You know how the, there's always an episode where it's like looking back. They do the brunch yeah, and they look the back. The champagne brunch, moments. yeah. yeah champagne French from the 21 day season of Big Brother. Um, it was just infuriating. Like they brought up Tom Brady retiring. They brought up this news that I'm Lamar, like. It was like Lamar actually took that seriously. He was like, Goosebro <laughs> Goosebumps, bro. Goosebumps. They brought up. They were like, which of these things actually happened? Sean White breaking his leg. And they were all like, oh, no. Who wrote these? I'm just... I, and then they were like, we lied. He didn't break his leg. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> like, why are they reminding the audience of different programming? Like, all that made yeah, me think was Olympics. like, oh yeah, what's going on on the Olympics? It was such a promo for NBC. Yeah. It should have been like, what happened while you guys were out of the house? <laughs> on a Bob new Hart's season of Bob Hart's Abishola <laughs> premiered. <laughs> <laughs> Can I talk about CBS programming for one hot minute? Yeah, please do. Um, I've been seeing some ads, obviously. I've been watching two hour <laughs> episodes of Big Brother, and sometimes yeah. I forget to. Sometimes I'm watching, I'm recording it, and I'm fast forwarding, and then we'll hit a commercial break, and I'll forget that I'm not watching live TV, and that I have the ability to fast forward, and then I'll sit and watch commercials for five minutes, and then get upset at myself. Like Jesus, I recorded this, anyways. Yeah. Be positive. The Thomas Middleditch joint. We his co-star. <laughs> yes. We're not talking about Middleton. <laughs> <laughs> we all the, know my co-star who's like his long lost sister who also has B positive blood or something oh, like that. Okay. I was like, where the fuck do I know her from? Because I only see her in commercials for B positive. She is the woman who plays Paula Jones on the oh, Sarah yes. Paulson Clinton joint. And she was actually really good in that. And I was like, oh, man, now I like that actress. I mean, I'm not going to watch... No, you should like her. Annalie Ashford. She's a fabulous, she's like a, she's a Broadway star. She's, you know, one of those actors. The only Broadway star I recognize is Sutton Foster. And Todrick Hall. I gotta go to IBDB. IBDB. See what Todrick Hall. I think he was in Kinky Boots. Which Annalie Ashford was also in. Um, no, she's a very fabulous, talented, very pretty actress. So I, I don't blame you for liking her. She's good in everything. She does a great job. Let's not get into Thomas Middleditch. But wait, there's another show that you tweeted about 
that I'm actually very excited to watch. I thought that's oh, what yeah. you were going to bring up. It's this it's, is on NBC though. Oh, I it's think. NBC. Well, it's on global TV. Yeah, it's called The Thing About Pam. <laughs> And it's based on like a true story, I guess, a true crime story where Renee Zellweger plays some Midwestern woman who potentially kills her friend. I think she does IRL. Like, I think it's a real story. She killed her friend and tries to blame the husband. And she just, they give her like a normcore haircut and a normcore they, like puffy vest to wear. Yeah, I mean, they they fat her up a little bit. They gave which her, I, I don't yeah. know if it's latex or she's like, She's like, she does Renee Zellweger feel slighted because everyone's like, Christian Bale, he gains weight, he loses weight. He's so committed to his craft. He's one of the best actors around. And Zellweger's like, every eight years, I gain 40 pounds and do a British <laughs> accent yeah, and I eat know. ice cream and cry. I know. And now she's doing it as Pam in like, you got to know about Pam or whatever it's called. Why don't we think about <laughs> Zellweger as like the body transformation chameleon of the 21st century? I think we should. I really think she may have been nominated for an Oscar for Bridget, the original Bridget Jones Society. And I honestly think she should have won because the original, she is so good in the original Bridget Jones Society. She's good in the other ones, too. She's a great actress. Uh, we, I got to say, I'm excited to watch this show. I think she's so good. Um, did you see Judy? Did you see Judy? I did not see Judy. Nobody saw Judy. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not. I like. Obviously, I like Judy Garland, but I'm just. I don't know that biopic. I I know it's sad. I know she had a sad life. I don't need to see it played out again. Tajik Hall played Billy Flynn in Chicago. Oh, cool! Oh, well, well, every celebrity is in Chicago. But this was in 2017. Was he not in Kinky Boots? He was in Kinky Boots from okay. November for like six months. He played Lola. I have mm -hmm. not seen Kinky Boots. Me neither, but I know that. So don't know what that part. He was in The Color Purple, played a number of roles. Cool. From Oh, wow. From December, from 2005 to 2008. Man, he was doing that all every time, all every day. Listen, that's he a lot. He was in Memphis, and then he was also in Waitress for, for a bit. See, he's a verified Broadway star. Okay. Yeah. I just didn't know if it's like, not to take anything away from it. He's obviously incredibly talented. I was like, yeah. was this guy just like, like guy number four in the background? Yeah, no, totally. Or like, stuff? you know how housewives, maybe you don't know, but certain like housewives or celebrities always play the Roxy Hart role in Chicago because it's like the no talent role, even though you mm -hmm. have to like, obviously have some stamina to do any Broadway show. But um, I could see people thinking that maybe he's in, he's put in roles like that, where it's just like, you don't have to do that much. You can sing, talk your way through, whatever. But no, he's actually legit. He's a legit Broadway performer. Okay. Yeah. Do we know why people don't like Todrick anymore? I, I, can't, I can't really wrap my head around. I think it's just because people don't like him and Misha, maybe because they're like, they've done, like she's won two yeah. HOHs and he's her sort of right hand man. I still think he's pretty fun and is giving good TV. I mean, he did give us a fun little callback to Derek uh, Frazier with his sadly vote, e-vote, e <laughs> yeah, sadly he e did that. He did I that. I thought that was kind of fun. Todd, back again. <laughs> Evict Kirkpatrick. Yeah, like he's pulling on a slot machine. Yeah, or like a 
Maybe he's he's showing solidarity with the truckers who are doing something. What's going oh, on God. with the truckers? Because he was like, maybe he was pulling. I don't understand what's going on with the truckers because it was like the truckers are coming for Canada, and then I saw somebody's yeah. like the truckers are coming for Los Angeles. Wh- what are the truckers doing? They're like I don't know. They're protesting mandates. <laughs> They're they're very lame. It's hard for me. It's because like, you sit in a car all day. You literally don't even have to go into an office. Well, that's the thing. And also it's trucks. So they take up so much space. So it seems more dramatic because, um, you know, as opposed to like when it's just a, when it's a march, you have to have at least, say, a hundred people or a thousand people for it to seem like a lot. If you're all in a truck, you know, 50 people in a truck seems like a ton. Yeah, you need one truck to, to <laughs> fuck up a freeway, yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. I don't support them. I think they're lame as hell. Uh, I really don't care about... I. You know, remember that jacket that Melania Trump wore? I really don't care. That's yeah. what I should be wearing when it comes to them. <laughs> so. she, wore, well, she wore that after, like, something sad. It was like... No, she wore it for a horrible reason. A hurricane reason. killed 400 people I would in wear Georgia. It for and she's like, I don't care, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> That's the shirt I need. I need to wear a shirt that says, I don't care, bitch, and I'll wear it to the <laughs> trucker thing. Um, yeah, I. it's like a shameful, I don't, like, they make me ashamed to be Canadian. And it didn't take much. <laughs> but um, we don't, <laughs> we don't support them here on this podcast. No, we don't support the truckers. Um, I don't know how we got onto the truckers. Because Todd Bridges was doing the, he was doing the international symbol for honk the horn, trucker. <laughs> um, okay. Oh, God. I, I want to get to some of our questions. Was there yeah. anything else? Like, listen, Chris Kirkpatrick gets evicted. We knew this was coming. Cynthia's Well, safe. no, we, we spent so much time on him. Okay, great. So should we, should we get to some questions and comments? We actually have a, qu- a trucker-related question. I know. I just saw that. That's why I said, oh, my God. Um, first of all, I just want to give a shout-out to the saboteur who talked about us on vacation um, and sent us pictures of the vacation, which looks very fun, I have to say. No, it looked like a very fun, like, we rented a house <laughs> yeah. and we're getting drunk. Vacation. I The big I, chill. I wish I were invited. Yeah. I was... Saboteur, I was the one who responded to the tweet, invite us, <laughs> not Danielle. Then, well, I want to be invited too. I'll hang out with whoever. Spicy Marco BB, I just loved this. Me seeing a new episode of Hey Julie on my feed and using a gif to describe my reaction, like the out-of-touch old person that I am. <laughs> this is the meme. This is like every podcast needs a really good like social <laughs> meme, like thing that people will interact with. And that's this is what... That's what we've created. People are going to send us gifts, even though they're know, adding themselves. Either, yeah. We know if you're sending us a gift, we know you are pushing And the gifts 30. are about sending gifts. <laughs> yeah. Um, just thanks to West Offender for reminding me that HOH was live on the feeds, as if I stayed up to watch that. You're talking to... I, you didn't I, stay up to for, finish the episode. <laughs> no, I said... I watched, and I literally said out loud, I can't believe I'm watching this. I should go to bed when she was like, Tom Brady's retiring. <laughs> I was like, I can't believe Goose I'm watching bumps, this. Goosebumps, bro. Mark, Spicy Marco also wanted to know, did y- didn't y'all predict Todd would get into a fight? I don't remember predicting that, but I, if we did, wow. Great, amazing Kreskin over here. Um, <laughs> speaking of old references. Uh, 
I'm just happy it happened. Listen, I take a fight between any one of these people, any one of them. Oh, Babu Yakshit said, I guess this means no more royalty free Wax Street Bat Boys music. Yeah, because Chris Kirkpatrick is gone, so no more. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, Keldia wants to know where are we on the Cynthia being boring thing? She's redeeming herself a little bit for me, especially after that lame performance on Ultimate Girls Trip. Yeah, so Cynthia is like, Ultimate Girls Trip was a Peacock-only Real, Real Housewives, like, super group. Like, they got together a bunch of housewives from different cities. And they were like, hey, Kia is sponsoring this drive across the country in a Kia. Sort of. They were just like, get them all together and see who fights with who, right? But, um... She, Cynthia clearly is like a very available housewife because she was on that and now she's on this. But I will say, no, I am, I am impressed with Cynthia bringing us a little bit of juice and drama. Thank you, Cynthia. Has she, has she fought more on Big Brother than she ever did on Housewives? No, like just virtue of being on Housewives, you have to be in a fight at one point or another. So she definitely has been in fights, but I always thought that she was like very weak in them. But she came across, she came across strong in this one. I did like how she left the fight, went to another room, and then, and then changed back. her mind <laughs> because she, she said the classic, and another thing. <laughs> <laughs> Something else popped into her head. Um, we gave the verdict on Julie Chen Moonvez's look. It was a half hot for me. Uh, how do you feel, E-Tulinator wants to know, how do you feel about the Derek Frazier callback? Do you think they explained the rules to Lamar at all? And what's our favorite Super Bowl snacks? Derek Frazier callback. I thought was cute. I like. I don't, I don't mind Todrick. I think he's kind of nice and fun. Um, and then, do you think they explained the rules to Lamar at all? Oh, yeah. I think they explained them. They explained the rules <laughs> to everything. Yeah. It's just that, for the most part, the people on the show do not understand the rules to this game. They don't understand the rules to the challenges. It's like... No. You'd think that athletes would be able to understand, like, game rules. But I guess there's only room for one game in Lamar's mind. Game of life. <laughs> What's your favorite Super Bowl snack, Brett? Um, wings are pretty excellent. Uh, I like not. Oh, I love like a, a nice queso dip. I'm so I'm going to a Super Bowl party at my mom's house. Oh, <laughs> and we're going to be eating nachos and wings, and that's yeah. my favorite. Those are the best. What else is there? Come on. Yeah, I mean, I I have I get to make my solidify my plans for the Super Bowl tomorrow. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to wing it. I've been invited to some place, but I, I you know I don't know if I'm going to go. Yeah, you know. Yeah, we'll see how about I feel. Um. How do you feel about the Rams defensive line versus the Bengals <laughs> offensive line, Danielle? I know I think, you, you were we were talking beforehand. You you really wanted to mention that. Yeah, I actually thought you were gonna ask me, Danielle, who's playing in the Super Bowl, which would have also been a great question for me. <laughs> Julie said who, what, who it was. <laughs> I know, but I was so seething mad. You need to picture a cartoon where like the face is getting red and smoke is coming out of the ears and the eyes are getting big and like spinning. That's how I was last night as I was watching that segment. <laughs> Um, you okay. really hated it. Well, I was just so, so hold tired. On. Did you know less? Uh, you, a person with the internet <laughs> yeah. and like ties to this country of America, did you not know who was in the Super Bowl until last night? I didn't. To be fair, I don't think, I don't, <laughs> I don't think people don't have been caring about this Super Bowl that much. Okay. I haven't seen a lot of <laughs> tweets. I haven't seen a lot of coverage about it. You're going to see some tweets tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow I'll find out I who's mean, playing. 
But no one, there hasn't been really a fun narrative about either of these teams. Do you think there has? <laughs> I exist in a different circle than you, and I would say there are there are certainly narratives about both teams. Well, um, the fun last... ones. I think it's going to be a fun Super Bowl. I'm actually, I, I actually don't know who I'm, I'm rooting for both teams equally. Like, I'm going to be very excited when either team wins. I think it's going to be very fun. I'm interested to see the first, like, real hip-hop halftime show. Oh, yeah. Because it's always, like, dad rock and stuff. Totally. That'll be fun. Um, yeah. Uh, the last Super Bowl I remember where there was, like, a fun narrative was when the Saints played. It was, like, it was like a decade ago. <laughs> yeah, but they that was a really fun one. And they won, I'm pretty sure. They did. Yeah, that was great. Happy for I, I was happy for the Saints. Shout out to the Saints winning the Super Bowl <laughs> in 2010. Um, okay, wait. I think we have a couple more cues. Uh, is okay. Jersey Fresh, Colin wants to know: Is that even a real TV channel, or were all the actors paid in crypto? Okay, first of all, Colin would. <laughs> Brett was retweeting a global TV ad. Global TV, I'll have you know. That's where a, Big Brother is. Exactly. Right? It's a Canadian network. One of two Canadian networks. It is not a fake network. It is very much real. I heard some rumors that you guys might have a third network in like 2029. Let's hope. We need it. Um, so I wanted I saw the tr I saw the commercial for this while I was watching something. On it. I was watching the, I was getting deep on the biathlon right before we were recording. And okay. I saw this commercial and it was like on NBC. But then I was like, all right, I needed to, to I needed to find the video on Twitter and then tweet, quote, what the fuck is this? <laughs> and I, NBC's accounts hadn't even tweeted out the trailer yet. Only global TV has. So, oh, yeah. Global TV is on it. it. How do you feel about getting paid in crypto, Danielle? This is what Colin also brings up. I know. Um, I have a big problem with crypto personally. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I just... It stinks. <laughs> I think it stinks. I think it's for losers. I agree. <laughs> I agree. I mean, you... If... Yes, <laughs> please. <laughs> I was going to say, if you send a GIF or if you own a crypto, you're a loser. <laughs> I just, I'm having flashbacks to last year, um, possibly around this time when I bought some GameStop. <laughs> or no, I bought AMC. <laughs> I screamed at you. Brett and I did like 45 minutes where Brett explained to me how to invest. <laughs> and then you were like, oh, I just went to the bank and talked with my local like, investment manager. <laughs> At the Bank of Canada. I'm just, I want to, I just want to get a temp check with you, Brett. Aren't you proud of me for having not gotten into crypto? Because I yeah. really am actually very susceptible. I it, I could have. I could have bought you're an NFT. You're susceptible to scams, to yeah. online scamming. <laughs> Clearly. Because <laughs> I bought AMC. <laughs> and then I sold AMC it. Doing? I sold it like two oh, weeks you sold later. It. Okay. I got, I suffered a 45% loss. I pervaded AMC theaters last week to see Jackass. Yeah, I know. You love it. That could have gone into your pick pocket. <laughs> um, 
So, and then finally from One River Mike, these are very funny questions. Um, how do you compare the lockdown, the lockdowns these past years against the two-hour episode on Friday? And will you be forming a BB convoy? Um, great questions. Both fill me with rage, though, <laughs> when I think about A, how long that episode was last night, and B, the fucking trucker convoy that is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. But I do think the questions are funny. The... Uh, two-hour episodes are really rough. They need to do more live stuff in them. Like, yeah. I actually liked that on the first two-hour episode, they're like, fuck it, live veto, live veto ceremony. I like mixing it up like that. It, it's just like there was yeah, literally like not? nothing live about this. There was like, no. what's Colin Joe's baby's name? <laughs> I know. Like, I really need to see sword. the live reactions to that. Wow. And then... They did the vote. Okay, great. And then they started an HOH comp. Like, we actually did not see, for a two-hour live episode, one thing happened live. Yeah. It, it was boring. It sucked. It, like, yeah. maybe 90 minutes. Let's, I know we're just, this is a super-sized jumbo episode, but let's talk about spoilers really quickly. Yeah. Okay, spoilers. I know I already spoiled it. An hour yeah. ago, <laughs> but Carson won HOH. <laughs> Carson won HOH. He hasn't, nominations haven't happened yet, but it's actually been a very fun day of feeds so far. Like I've watched a little bit because there's a lot of scurrying around. Um, Todrick went to Cynthia, Shayna, and Carson was like, I'm ready to turn my back on Misha and work with you guys. And I was like, yes, like, I love that. Work, work, rat, work, you little snake. Yeah. But then he immediately went to Misha and was like, here's what I just did. So I really don't know what he's doing. Um, I think he's panicked and it's just like, I need to make as many moves as possible. But so there's just been a lot of going back and forth. There's a lot of like, accusations flying Shane oh and Carson okay Brett you're Carson who do you put up Todrick and Misha yeah no Carson doesn't want to do that for whatever fucking reason <laughs> even though Shayna is telling Shayna has tried that's why I'm saying like she's stuck with these people who are just bringing her down kind of he does again, not want to put them up again Shayna your number one person was Chris, Chris Kirkpatrick Everything you should have done in the last week was to protect that relationship. Yeah. And for some reason, Chris and Shayna were like, I guess we're going to blow everything up to protect fucking Carson and Cynthia, who we're only like semi aligned with and who we four days ago were like, it would be great if Carson and Cynthia could like start a war with Misha and Todrick and us to just kind of sit in the middle. Like, yeah. Oh, God. I mean, yeah. I mean, Shayna's interesting. Like, I'll, I'll give her that. She's she's at least like playing the game other than many other people. Many. And many. But I just can't call her like a, yeah. like an actually like strong player. No, definitely not. Though. But yeah, you have to give her props for, you know, winning things and doing stuff with it. Gang, what a juicy week filled with stuff. Maybe we'll get more fights the next time we talk. Maybe we'll have you know, some more Todd Bridges to cover. <laughs> yeah. But it it was You a and fun... I should get into a fight. You know, maybe we will. You never it's know. It's hard. It's hard. We usually agree with each other. I know. We agree. And when we don't agree, we agree to disagree. Yeah, we agree in a fun sort of way. <laughs> um, you guys, you can always tweet at us at HeyJulieBB on Twitter. <laughs> 
it's yeah. a fun time over there. We get so many great comments and questions throughout the week. It's actually very amusing. Um, and you can email us, heyjuliabigbrother at gmail.com. And w- listen, there's only a couple more weeks of this left, but we'll be there. So, you know, another episode's coming your way. Yeah, we'll be back uh, probably Tuesday or something like that. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Bye, Julie. Bye, Julie.